When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. Welcome to Duck Insider. Insider. Man, it feels great to be a duck. Give it to me, baby. My house. I'm taking it there. Third competitors, they'll want to put the O on. Three, got it. We're going to compete to a standard every day. The Oregon standard. Rebound. Got it. Put in. Point four to go. The opportunity to play and put Oregon on your chest should mean a great deal to you. Unloads on one into left field. Back toward the wall. This program is staged to compete and to win championships. Oregon wins! This is Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. Live from the Country Financial Studio, let's talk Oregon athletics. Oh, it's a Thursday. The Ducks just coming off the practice field inside the Mashovsky Center today. We talked with Troy Franklin for the pregame show, which begins at 11 a.m. for a 1 o'clock kickoff from Martin Stadium up in Pullman. This is going to be a big game. We're going to hear all about it from my counterpart on the Washington State Radio Network, Matt Chazanow, voice of the Cougars, will be with us next segment. Also, a bunch of Oregon student-athletes today. Alex Forsyth, Bo Nix, Bucky Irving, Ryan Walk, Jamal Hill, Bennett Williams, Jordan Riley all talked to the media this week. We're going to get to as many of them as we can today. If we don't get to all of them today, we're going to get to them tomorrow. In addition to our Pac-12 picks, 
that we're not going to talk about because Jerry's in first place. Congratulations are in order for one of our own. Lisa Peterson, the Pac-12, announced today that Oregon Deputy Athletic Director and Senior Women Administrator Lisa Peterson has been named the Conference Senior Associate Commissioner for Sports Management. Lisa Peterson, who will report to Deputy Commissioner Teresa Gould and begin her duties with the Pac-12 on October 17th, will serve on the Pac-12 leadership team and be responsible for the comprehensive management and oversight of the league's 21 Olympic sports. Lisa, congratulations. This is awesome. Great professional move up for a friend of ours, Lisa Peterson, and I'm happy to report that she will be on Duck Insider on October 11th for what I'm officially deeming her exit interview. Now, of course, she's worked with Rob Mullins for about three decades, and this is a big move for Lisa Peterson, and I'm so happy for her as a friend, as a colleague. But I got to tell you, Oregon fans, she will be missed around the Casanova Center and all of the venues. She's a big part of Oregon athletics, and we're going to miss her. However, still around the Pac-12. She's still going to be around Oregon for some championship events. She'll probably come in for some of those Olympic sport championship events. Awesome. Congratulations to Lisa Peterson. So last night on the Oregon Football Coaches Show, if you missed it, I encourage you to go back to watch on the Oregon Football social media channels as well as the GoDucks YouTube. You can also subscribe to the Oregon Sports Network podcast if you want to listen to the show. And, man, I'll tell you what, Dan Lanning was great. Bo Nix, great. Both tremendous interviews on the Coach's Show last night. I efforted to ask Bo Nix a couple questions he's never been asked before, and I am happy to report that I succeeded, even if I wasn't Scott Van Pelt. It's okay. Listen to the interview. You'll know what I'm talking about. But maybe the best soundbite of the season came from Coach Lanning last night. Jerry Allen and Mike Jorgensen talking with the Duck football head coach. Listen to what he had to say. Not very often we go to the Palouse and it seems like we're playing a midday game. It just tend, tends to be a late afternoon or nighttime game. Happy it's 1 o'clock? Is that, I mean, does it, does it matter I, to you? You just build around I, it. I just want the ball out on the on the turf and let's play. Turf <laughs> or grass, right? Like last week we played a little bit earlier. I'm, I, eggs, breakfast, and go, you know, whoop ass. That's our plan. And that's the <laughs> plan. It. That's the plan every Good. week, right? Yeah. So whenever you put us out there in between the lights, let's <laughs> I love it. So – it made the rounds on social media last night. Thanks, fans, for watching and, and being passionate about it. I like that. It reminded me of another great soundbite that was maybe like poster or, or T-shirt worthy from our friend Charlie Pape not that long ago. <laughs> what, what is the talk around school? What, what are you guys, how have you broken it down? What do you think you'll do? Well... There's three things that go on at O'Hara Cafe, or four, okay? There's Jesus, there's girls, and there's Marcus Mariota. Wow. I'm so sorry. This is the best question, and I think everyone would agree on that, correct? So Jesus, girls, and Marcus Mariota. We've got a poster in the works, I think, too. Uh, I have no idea, but I know that he is. He, if he went to O'Hara, he would be a great student and a great person and, and somebody that everybody can look up. Fabulous sound bites. Um, God, it was so funny. I, I was in the room when, when that happened. Charlie Pape was there, and 
Yeah, the way that this works in post-game press conferences, right, you raise your hand and then Todd Miles says, okay, microphone there on your left, and he just grabbed it. And Of course, it made national headlines, was an awesome thing, and, and fans really latched onto it. And I, I feel like Coach Landon gave us the best soundbite we've had since Jesus Girls and Marcus Mariota. I mean, just next-level greatness. And, and that's, you know, I got to say, so I – it's just so fun when you have moments like that, and that's what makes this job great, right? Because we can all sit here, and I cannot believe that we're sitting here on a Thursday morning, Thursday afternoon, and we're saying, so, God, just some great sound bites. <laughs> that's what we're ranking today. I don't know which one was better. I just loved that Coach Lanning said it so easily. Just, hey, breakfast, get to work. So good. So good. Good to hear from Matt Chazanow coming up. I do want to get to Alex Forsythe, though. He had some great things to say this week. Oregon Football Center talking a lot about how the Ducks have protected the quarterback so well. Remember, no sacks allowed by the Oregon offensive line heading into Pac-12 play. But this is a Cougar defense that can really get after you. They do some creative things defensively under their former defensive coordinator, now the head coach, in Jake Dickert. Alex Forsythe with the media this week. Of like three guys who was at least around in 18 for that game. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know what the noise is like. Yeah. Did you reach out to Jake and those guys to get insight into what it was like on the field? Do you have enough in the memory bank for it? Um, no, I, I definitely remember. I've told the guys, I said, you know, it's, it's deceiving because their stadium doesn't hold a whole lot, but I, I told them, I was like, it's probably the loudest place I've ever been um, when there's fans in there. And, you know, I know they're going to be loud, so we just got to be ready for that to be locked in 100%. How different... There's a lot of different names for them in the front seven. Yeah. How different is it even schematically, or is it basically the same scheme, but just a lot of different names? You know, I'm expecting a lot of a lot of different stuff because last year, um, you know, we were expecting one game plan. They kind of threw threw another one at us. We were able to adjust on the run. So I'm expecting different stuff, and they're going to have a you know a different flavor for for every team they play. Um, a lot of new faces, but you know those guys are really talented and, and they play really well in their scheme. So they're they're really deep. You know, they they're like one of the few teams I think rotate down to like their third group of guys and they're, they're all talented. They play really well in that team. What is it that makes their linebacker number one and just this dynamic of players so quickly? You know, he's a really, you can tell he's really fast. He's got, his play speed is, is really impressive and you know, he's just got a nose for the ball um, along with the effort. You know, they're, they're one of the teams that you watch on film um, and you see all, literally all 11 guys sprinting to the football. And they've always been that way since since I've been uh, in college watching watch film. So it'll be a really good challenge. For you guys, what's sort of the key to you know, keeping the consistency of what you guys just building in that BYU game? Yeah, you know, I think just passing off the movement, they're going to they're gonna be flying around, uh, doing some unique things on defense. Um, so really it's just going to start in the film room. And we, we've been you know, kind of grinding on film since, since about Sunday here. Um, so just continue to get get with the O-line group, get with the quarterbacks, the running backs, tight ends, and be like, hey, you know, this is what we're going to see, making sure everybody knows exactly, you know, what we're going to see. And we know they're going to throw some stuff that, that we haven't seen them do this year. Um, so we just got to be ready to adapt and, and adjust, uh, you know, when needed. Just the energy and the momentum of the season has been kind of a roller coaster yeah. so far. Week one, take a tough one. Yep. Come out in uh, week three and pick up a big W. Uh, where do you yep. guys think you stand uh, heading into Pullman this week? No, I think uh, – you know, I think last week was a you know a huge game for us. Obviously, that that can't affect us this week. Um, good, bad, or ugly. You know, we didn't let Georgia kind of beat us twice in the first week, so we, we can't get complacent on what we've done last week. Uh, the BYU game doesn't matter; it can't help us win this week. So I think for us, it's just a whole new week to you know uh, go one and zero and, and you know, 
know, go out there and play a really good team at forward. Heading into conference play, what have you yeah. guys sort of talked to some of the players who are new to this? Obviously, your quarterback being yeah. new to this. What have you talked to them about playing in this conference? Yeah, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, it's a conference that, that defenses do a lot of different things. Uh, you're not going to see, you know, the same thing that both on the SEC. You're not going to see that every single week. So I think for us, just making sure we know that, you know, playing up there is a hostile environment. Um, it always has been. And, you know, 2018, we went up there and we, we lost um, a pretty tough one. So I think going into that, making sure guys know, like, hey, um, you know, the stadiums, it's a tough place to play at. And it's it's going to be loud. Um, it's going to be rowdy. You know, all those guys at Washington State, they play hard. Um, they play for each other. So you, you can really tell when you watch film that they all play, like, you know, really well as a unit because, like I was telling James, they, they all sprint to the football. There's all 11 guys are running to the football. So no matter how far away they are from the ball. Sort of piggybacking on that, what type of yeah. environment could you expect out on the Palouse that differs from what you guys got in Atlanta? Uh, I mean, it's going to be it's gonna be hostile. There's no other way to really put it. It's the, the fans are right on top of you. Um, they're pretty much, I mean, they're like three or four feet away from me, and then it just goes straight up. So for us, we know that that's going to be a, a tough environment to play, so we just got to be ready for it. Well, a handful of teams that have given up a sack at this point. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think of the biggest factors? I think just meeting together and watching film. Um, I think as a unit, it's really important. Then more than just watching it on your own, I think you you have to obviously watch it on your own. But for me, I think just you know calling together meetings with you know me, Bo, the running backs, uh, Ty, tight ends, um, you know finding ways to you know get extra meeting time for us. That's just player led, and I think that's huge when you have a, a player led meetings and stuff because you got to really take onus of it and. and uh, you know, be assertive with, with what we're going to do for, for that week. So I think, you know, especially a team like Washington State, they do a lot of different stuff, and they have great athletes up front. So I think it'll be a huge challenge for yeah, us. Yeah, they've got 14 sacks. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they, feels like someone's got to give. Yeah, no, they have some of the most impressive defensive stats from around the country, not just the Pac-12. So, you know, we really got to uh, buckle up and, and be ready for that for that oh, yeah, incredible yeah. challenge. Yeah, the meetings you guys are having, is that having more than in the past? I think so. I think that's just an area that I saw as like, hey, we were doing it last year, but we were only doing it once a week. And I'm like, why, why don't we just do it? Why don't we carve out 30 minutes? Um, you know, we'll do it three or four times a week. So, and then me and Bo will meet a little bit extra and kind of go over protection stuff um, just throughout the week, just him and I. But I think getting with the entire offensive line, entire running back core, quarterbacks, like, all that I think is hugely important because you can just build that chemistry too. So I think meeting for 30, we've been meeting for 30 to 45 minutes extra um, just before our meetings. Um, and then if they have any questions, uh, you know, just being able to ask me and kind of bounce stuff off, off our coaches. <laughs> no, we, yeah, we just do uh, quarterback, usually quarterbacks, running backs, and offensive line. It's, we do just offensive line on Sunday or Monday. And then we'll and quarterbacks, and then we'll get the running backs in for when we do you know six man protection. Spoke so. yeah, a little bit on the Last film question. wazoo. Um, yep. Basically, what have you seen from them up front that you guys are going to be dealing with this week? Yeah, they move a lot. Um, they move over gaps a lot. They also you know just have really really good athletes up front. Um, you know they're they're fast, they're strong, they're physical. So it'll be a great challenge for us and then their linebackers um, you know they're making a ton of plays so I know that uh, number one he I think he leads our league in TFLs and, and sacks at the linebacker position um, and maybe at the deep even for all player all defensive players um, so you know they're going to try to create chaos and create disruption so we, we really got to be ready for it.
Good stuff from Alex Forsyth. Uh, talking a lot about a defense that's really good. It's kind of strength on strength, right? A defense that's at the top of the Pac-12 and a lot of getting after the quarterback type of statistics. And an Oregon offensive line that's done a really good job taking care of that. I think that's going to be one of the keys to the game. We're going to go up north to the other side of this matchup. Matt Chazanow, the voice of the Cougars. We've got him coming for you next on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Dear gas prices, Toyota is the number one retail brand for electrified vehicles for 22 years. That says it all. Toyota hybrids. Find yours at Toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Based on manufacturer estimates, CY2000 through 2021 sales. Hey, Duck fans, we're all about protecting our home turf here in Eugene. You should do the same for your home with Country Financial Insurance. Most home insurance doesn't account for inflation, but with Country Financial, yours can. If something happens to your home, make sure you can rebuild the same house in the same place. Call a local representative or 866-COUNTRY and get a solid defense for your home. Home insurance policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company, Country Casualty Insurance Company, or Country Preferred Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. Property must meet aging condition requirements, which vary by state. Dear gas prices, Toyota is the number one retail brand for electrified vehicles for 22 years. That says it all. Toyota hybrids. Find yours at Toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Based on manufacturer estimates, CY2000 through 2021 sales. Your daily dose of Oregon athletics. This is Duck Insider from Learfield. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Chris Jackamick, I served in the United States Air Force and I deployed three times. Being a veteran, it's interwoven into your DNA. It's really the absence of the connection and the purpose that can really drive a lot of veterans to some uh, negative thoughts. For those who are in a suicidal crisis, the window of time to save somebody's life is very short. Our duty is to protect ourselves and protect our families. And one way you can do that is store your weapons safely. Store all your guns securely. Help stop suicide. Brought to you by End Family Fire and the Ad Council. Welcome back inside the Country Financial Studio. Joey Mack here. It's Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Live from Martin Stadium, ladies and gentlemen, it is the voice of the Cougars, Matt Chazanow. Chaz, I'm not going to, uh, I-, I think, lie to you here at all when I say that you are one of my closest friends in the industry. Chaz has told me when I suck. Chaz has told me when I'm good. 
And I really appreciate that about you, Chaz. How are things? <laughs> Great, buddy. Listen, I, I, I like to tell people friends stab you in the face. Right? <laughs> yeah, they don't they don't they don't go behind your back. So like, if I'm here to help, I'm here to help. It's my honor. You know, it's great. It's great to talk to you, Joe. Oh man, that's great. All right, how's it going? Uh, it's been, I'm sure, a fun start to the season for the Cougs. Uh, and I got to tell you, let's start here. I think it's criminal that Washington State is not a top 25 team. Your tweet would reflect that from earlier this week. Yeah, I guess that, that riled some folks up, apparently. Apparently the truth stung a little bit on that one. Uh-huh. Right? Uh, yeah, I mean, preseason polls and polls in general are great. They, the, the whole point of polls is to drum up discussion and, and figure out a, the impossible, which is to rank the 15th team versus the 18th team. There's no way to do that, and that's okay. But the problem is when you're in the rankings, you have ticket sales-driven national media attention, different TV time slots picked. And so it affects not just prestige and feel good, but it it frankly affects money Mm -hmm. and it affects um, with that prestige, I should say it affects your national attention and credibility. The, The strangest part about the polls to me is, is the glacial change from the preseason to week six, which is when, the committee comes in and creates their ranking, which warms the heart because basically they said, we're not even going to try until we know who's won what in the league. What a concept. Right. And, and I think the strangest part to me is that there aren't rapid and immediate fixes from week one to three on teams that you've whiffed on, which is okay. It's, it's not some huge embarrassment. Hey, we didn't know this team was good. Now they are. We didn't know this team was bad and they are. That's okay. But there's one metric that should drive the top 25, and it's who wins the games. And I don't understand why it's not that and why it's either ego or laziness that people who are voting are irresponsible with those votes and and don't have the ability to pivot. And Miami has beaten Bethune-Cookman in Southern Miss. They've lost to Texas A&M. They're ranked 25th in America. Why? It makes no sense. Probably warms the heart of some Duck fans to hear that. Uh, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. So, I don't yeah. know. Well, from one Pac-12-er to another, back the pack. Uh, you know, it just makes sense to me. And, Chaz, I mean, don't you know you should have lost to an SEC team and then you would be in the top 25? Don't you know? <laughs> You're right. Yeah, that's what we needed to do. You know, and yeah. I'd love and, – and there's a national narrative and a, and a whole thing going on there, the SEC and the Big Ten and the PAC and conference realignment, blah, right. blah, 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 all, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, plays into that. So, I still don't like it. I still don't like it. He's Matt Chaz now, voice of the Cougars. All right, uh, rewind it for us now a little bit further back, Chaz. So, Coach Dickert comes in. He takes over. Feels like things are trending in the right direction as we sit here in week four. Take Duck fans through the process and tell us a little bit about what Coach Dickert brings to the table as the head of the organization. Okay, sure. So, awkward situation last year. Uh, national discussion that no team really wants to be a part of. Um, they were doing what teams this year in Lincoln, Nebraska, Tempe, Arizona, and as we well know, in this very wild world of college athletics, more to come because that's what happens. And I, in some way, I hate it. 
Um, but you get interim tags on coaches when there are changes made. Very rarely are those interim tags removed, and it takes a unique circumstance. And that circumstance was what happened last year. And Jake Dickert did what very few thought was realistic, um, you know, while possible maybe, but probably not realistic, and that was have the team gel, rally around him, and go blast Washington in the Apple Cup and feel good about things. And he did exactly that. They had a really good pack record. They loved the BYU game back. They loved to force just one turnover, one right. thing different, make an extra point. But but he did great last year. And uh, and I think they felt like he was a fit and he was the right guy and that his plan and his vision for the future coincided with theirs. And you'd never hire Jake Dickert. This is something he said, so I'm not breaking any news here. You'd never hire Jake Dickert to be the head coach of a pack team based on his resume prior to Pullman. And even maybe in Pullman as the D.C. through a COVID year and, and last year. But he got the opportunity to be the head guy and he drilled it. And he's a, a longtime D2 head coach hooked up with Craig Bowl. He says Craig Bowl's largely his mentor at, for this level of football. He was Craig Bowl's D.C. at Wyoming. And they started out at North Dakota State together, kind of came full circle, got the gig at Pullman. And, and here we are. And he, he's been just a breath of fresh air. He, some coaches can be aloof. They can be difficult. They can ride a high horse. They can complain a lot. All the above. He's none of that. He's just a pleasure. He's just a guy. He's be like me or you talking, you know, talking ball here. And uh, I love doing the coaches show with him. I, I love being around him. He's just a pleasant guy. That's cool to hear. You know, it's always great when you get good people in in these sorts of roles, right? Like that's kind of I think what everybody is ultimately looking for in any industry, and that's fun to hear. Off to a great start, obviously three and zero. We talked about the disrespect. Matt Chaz now joining us, voice of the Cougars. What's been the key to success? How'd you guys get that big win against Wisconsin? Defense has been elite, like nationally relevant. They're toward the top in tackles for loss and sacks. They probably have three Sunday guys going at it right now. So Deion Henley is maybe better than advertised. Transfer from Nevada, the middle linebacker. And then Brennan Jackson and R.J. Stone are great off the edges. And and all those guys are getting big-time looks from pro scouts and all that that is. But the, the scheme has worked. Armani Marsh has been an all-pack nickelback, as expected, returner. And he's in the box a lot. The safety play, Jordan Lee and um, you know, Jaden Hicks and Sam Lockett. I can run through all the names, but the, the defense between the hashes has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. And they've got a ton of stops. They stopped Wisconsin's running back sufficiently, really tight game. And he ran for 98 yards, but he had not, he had cracked 100 for almost eight or nine straight games go, going back to last year. So elite running back was a Heisman candidate. They may have ended that mm-hmm. campaign with that win, and, and that proved a lot. And so the, the offense has still been catching up. The defense has been great. You know, I'm wondering, everybody in, in the Eugene bubble, right, would sit here and you look and go, oh, it's all the defense, it's all the defense, it's all the defense. We just talked about that. But, man, I'll tell you what, the coaches are talking about this offense a little bit too, Chaz. I mean, break down the offense for us because it's not an air raid, but I kind of like the branding of Cougar raid a little bit better. Yeah, it's different. It's not what Mike Leach ran, although it's obviously based on those principles. You'll see a lot of pre-snap wide receiver sets that feel like that. You will see some identical classic air raid action sometimes. What you won't see is 
the running back dump offs to the flat as much. I mean, it's not, it's there. And they had a big play with that in Wisconsin, but you'll see a tight end and, and an H back, sometimes two tight ends. So you can immediately say that's a huge departure and they'll run the ball a good bit. And they, if they feel like 40 carries is going to win them a game and win them a game big, they do that. Like that's, that's not the plan, but that's okay. You know? And so, uh, those two things are the biggest differences, and um, I still think they're trying to figure some stuff out with it, though. I I do think if they do figure it out, the Cougs are going to be really hard to beat like, and, and at the top of this league. And I think they kind of showed that they could be just based on defensive merit if they figure the offense out. They, they kind of did against Colorado State in the first half. Um, there's a lot more meat on the bone there. I think it's a big testing game for Washington State. We're going to talk more with the voice of the Cougars, Matt Chazanow, coming up. It's Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Back to the Country Financial Studio with Chaz after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. At Shadow Hills Country Club, our all-inclusive event pricing allows us to take care of all of the details while you enjoy your event. Our wedding garden, expansive grounds, ballroom, and meeting rooms can accommodate any size event and come complete with full catering and service staff. From weddings to business and social events, Shadow Hills offers the benefits of a resort atmosphere and the peace of a country setting just minutes from downtown Eugene. For more details, call us today or go to shadowhillsevents.com. From the weight room to the classroom, on the field and off it, On Point proudly supports University of Oregon athletics because student-athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Listening to Duck Insider. Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Hi, I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you prevent wildfires. Dude, I've got this. I've been camping since I was five years old. But I am a camping influencer. You know what? I'll bet you five bucks. Assistant Smokey, what is the best way to put out a campfire? To put out a campfire, drown with water, stir, drown again. Then make sure the fire is out cold by feeling with the back of your hand. Wait, really? I'll take the five bucks. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ag Council. It's time for today's STEM tip. Okay, you know recycling is important. No one wants plastic in the ocean. Here's a cool way to repurpose a plastic bottle. Build an awesome terrarium. Cut a large plastic bottle in half and fill the base with sand, pebbles, potting soil, and your favorite plant. I chose an African violet. Put the top of the bottle over your base and place it in the sun. Your plant will grow sealed in its own ecosystem. Fun, right? Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Back inside the Country Financial Studio, Duck Insider, presented by Point Community Credit Union. I'm Joey Mack. Hey, Duck fans, ski season will be here before you know it. Hoodoo Ski Area, your locally owned and operated destination for winter fun and a proud sponsor of Oregon Athletics. I just want everybody to know that I tried to take Duck Insider on the road to Hoodoo again. We're still here. 
Let's continue with Matt Chazanel, voice of the Cougars, Washington State, the opponent, 1 o'clock kick on Fox, 11 a.m. pregame show here on the Oregon Sports Network. And Matt Chazanel will have the call on the Washington State side of things. We continue our conversation with the voice of the Cougs. Cameron Ward made some headlines in the offseason, certainly, for those of us outside of the Washington State fan base. Tell us about the quarterback. He seems like a mobile guy, tough to slow down. Yeah, you know, he's not – he's an athlete. He's a really good athlete. He's a really fluid athlete. He's not a burner, and he doesn't really want to run. He wants to throw the ball. So he can, and he's unafraid if need be, and he'll do what he needs to do. He, he ran for – three yards, maybe four on a really key play on a short down and distance or a short distance late down play in Madison. That was important, but that's not his thing. Big arm talent. I mean, bit like Sunday level arm talent, different angles. And uh, it's unconventional. It does not have that kind of, I don't want to say robotic, but that kind of rhythmic cadence that's coached into classic pocket passers. Although he is a pocket passer which makes it feel a little different. Mm-hmm. Now, he'll roll out. He can bail on a pocket, throw on the run. You know, in some ways, the more I think about it, it's not so dissimilar from Bo Nix. Mm-hmm. Those two guys are a little bit of the same ilk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think uh, Ward definitely throws from more arm angles. Uh, and Eric Morris coached Pat Mahomes in Lubbock and has likened that type of what Cameron Ward does to Patrick Mahomes and – Obviously, they hope he's as good, but uh, you know, he's just a sophomore by eligibility. Like, there's a right. lot of time for Cameron Ward here, and I, I think the Brinker was telling me, Alex Brink, Eugene Native Cougar quarterback, you may have heard of him. That's right. Uh, he was. He said there's some throws Ward makes that guys just can't make. He said he couldn't make them, and he's a top ten passer in pack history, right? And yeah, and the Ward's got special arm talent. That's cool to hear. You know, I, I think it's such a cool storyline talking about a, a success of, of the transfer portal, and it just seems like it's been a good fit. You know, I, I think those are cool stories to hear for sure. Well, the Cougs hope in some way, you know, I don't know if this is what you hope, but should you decide to portal, right, if, if you want to do that, not that you have to do that, but it's common and it seems to happen more and more, you got Minshew and then maybe a board. And then Minshew's the best grad transfer in college football history. And maybe Cameron Ward's a a big transfer. He's just a sophomore, though, and, you know, an NIL guy and all that stuff. So it's all kind of new and a little bit different. Yeah, no doubt about it. Matt Chazanow joining us, voice of Washington State. He'll have the call, of course, on the Cougar side of the broadcast coming up with that 1 o'clock kick on Saturday. You know, I always like to ask every year, and and, and unfortunately, this question has changed and taken on different forms because the Ducks have gone through their fair share of coaching changes over the last few years, Chaz. What is the view from the Washington State fan base of Oregon? What's the view heading into this game? It's a lot of juice. I mean, this game means a lot. I, I, the worst of college football, and I mean the worst, is is what's going on right now in Oklahoma, where they're not going to play Bedlam anymore, right? right. Uh, now, Cougs Ducks is, is not the rival, right? You, you guys play the Beavers, and the Cougs obviously play the Huskies, but there is a Pacific Northwest thing that moves everybody's meter. It tugs heartstrings, all right? The Cougs and the Ducks and the Beavers and the Huskies have been doing this a long time, okay? And so I I just think no matter what, it is important, and I love that. I think it's the best of college football. I think it's like the point of college football. It's like why we do this. And I think think so there's that element, right? You have the regionality and you have the familiarity. There has been a – admiration is the wrong word because – I, I think it, it is not just a Cougar thing, but, you know, the Duck brand 
and the Ducks' success and Nike and everything that Oregon is from Bellotti to Kelly and, you know, Cristobal trying to compete for national titles is is amazing. If you really go back and, you know, Rich Brooks Field and all that it is, like the right. way Oregon has lifted up is awesome. You know, and I, I think they are the guys, they're the team you're trying to chop down, right? It's the Ducks, it's the Huskies, and it's and it's USC, yeah. right? And that those are the teams that have been competing for the league. So, look, there's a lot of uh, respect, I think, for the absolute powerhouse recruiting of, you know, talking about Sewell and Flo, and you're talking about five stars, you're talking about Thibodeau, and, and so... There's all that that is. But then there's also a, hang on a second, we beat him in 18. Mm-hmm. We should have beat him in 19. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and it's been a great series. It's been very competitive. You know, and, and you can go back even earlier for, for games that Cougs uh, won in Austin, right? It's a very hard place to win with the overtime game. So I think that you have a, a rivalry sense, a regional rival, if you will, Pacific Northwest rival, yet also a – uh, we're trying to knock those guys down a peg and, and, and the Cougs would love to ascend and then replace them. They'd love to constantly get to the pack title game and, right. and be that team. God, I, I love this matchup because it always has so much juice to it. I love that phrase, Chaz, because I couldn't agree more. This has become a very difficult game, it feels like, for both sides to win. And I got to tell you, one thing I'm really happy about is that I won't be at Martin Stadium at night. It feels like uh, it feels like that's a win for the Ducks, at least maybe for like a points worth of, of energy. Is that a fair description? I don't know. This place is going to be sold out. It's going to be rocking. <laughs> They're excited for afternoon kicks. I think just like probably Duck fans are. Everybody wants what they don't have. The Big 12 hates early kicks and wants night games because they see it as a primetime window and a, a great time slot under the lights. And that's because they haven't had any. And, uh, I've noticed that uh, there's a clamoring among Pac fans to try to escape the Pac-12 after dark a little bit and right. get at early afternoon kicks for ticket times and, and whatnot. And uh, every, I think the grass is a little greener on both sides there. Agreed. I, I, I just, uh, I'm just i fascinated by, by the way that that pendulum seems to swing so harshly even throughout each individual season for each individual fan base. So you think this is going to be a nuts crowd? I mean, we're talking about a great national TV showing then on Fox. Yeah, I think you're talking about uh, there won't be standing room only because that will be taken. So I think, <laughs> I think you're talking about a, a jam-packed Coleman and uh, a one o'clock kick on Big Fox that um, you know the, the Cougs are becoming ha- very happy to be accustomed to. They were on Big Fox in Wisconsin, and they want to do it again and get that same kind of love and attention here against the Ducks. Lastly, Chaz, uh, keys to the game. What's it going to take to be successful on the Washington State side? Yeah, I I would have said this, and I I did say this, and I was wrong. Uh, In the Wisconsin game, I I thought they had to score more. You know, I didn't think they'd score 17 and win in Madison. So I'm inclined to say the same thing. Eventually that bites you. You can't just score two touchdowns and a field goal and win. They're allowing 12 points a game on average toward the top nationally. It's just hard to sustain that with the way, just the way the sport is and the way teams play the sport, especially the Ducks. I mean, they're very, guys, Ducks are fast and it's, it, they showed that against BYU. So uh, I, I think that if you're going to score the ball, you know, how that happens is easier said than done. You know, I, I think the world of, of the talent on the defensive side of the ball for the ducks. And, um, you know, that said, 
the past D numbers are not very good statistically, right? Part of that might be skewed by a, a bad game week one. But, um, you know, and, and then the Cougs have been great at stopping the run. Y- you tell me, and, and I'll defer to you. Um, you've watched every snap. You've been there every snap. You know, if you get the Ducks, if you get Bo Nix into like a classic drop back game where they cannot run the ball, where, where Knicks can't roll out comfortably and they can, if it feels a little tighter, that probably goes to Washington State's favor. Maybe, and I'm not trying to knock Bo Nix. I think Bo Nix is a really good QB. It's just not what seems like the plan is. It doesn't seem like that's what Dillingham's doing, and that's the plan. So maybe that kind of gets them on their heels. Good stuff from Matt Chazanow. Chaz, I can't thank you enough for always taking the time. Anytime we ask, anytime it's Ducks and Cougs, I just get excited because it means you and I get to have these conversations. I love I love that part of this, Joey. There's we're not shy about our affinity from crew to crew, Cougs and Ducks, and I'm so excited to see Jerry and Georgie and, and you. And um, I want to wish Terry the best and you know everything that's going on. And um, you know I just uh, we all love, we, there's a lot of love. We love you guys, and so we're excited to see you. Excited to host you. Well Take said. travels. Well said. No doubt about it. All right, I look forward to seeing you on Saturday, Chaz, and we'll shake hands, and everything's going to be great pregame and then postgame. Um, go Ducks, okay? Yeah, there's a uh, – fans don't know this, but we do like a halftime bull in the ring. You know, <laughs> it's a whole thing, you know, and, and it, it's big near the media spread, and it's, it, it's just an unfilmed, non-leaked spectacle, really, for sure. fans in it. You know, sure. yeah. Fans, you need yeah. to know this is this is very similar to like the mascot mashup game, yeah. of course. That True, gets played. Yeah, violent though. It's ugly. It's yeah, violent. yeah, but no touching of the hair or face. No, please, yeah, obviously. Yeah, we're on ra- <laughs> we're on radio here. Come on, <laughs> Matt Chazanel. Hey, thanks for the time, buddy. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. All right, we're going to time out. Come back. Uh, more Duck Insider going to hear from some more Duck football student athletes previewing this matchup on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome to the Slocum Center Minute. Slocum Center orthopedic doctors are located here in Eugene and are the official orthopedic team physicians for your Oregon Ducks. With me, I have Dr. Lyle Jackson, a foot and ankle orthopedic surgeon at Slocum Center for Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, discussing ankle sprains. Dr. Jackson, tell us about ankle sprain injuries. Ankle sprain injuries are really common. They're probably one of the most common things we see in our office. The good news is is most of the time they get better um, just with non-operative treatment. And most commonly, people injure the ligaments to the outside of their ankle, and you can have different degrees of ankle sprains. Simple ankle sprains might just be, you know, real mild without any bruising, and a more severe sprain would be indicated with ones that have a significant swelling and bruising where the ligaments actually tear fully. You're touching on the different grades of ankle sprains, different types. What's the recovery like? How's it different for those different types of ankle sprains? For different ankle sprains, um, with the higher grades, the the recovery will be longer. I think once you fully tear the ligament, you know, you're looking at a longer recovery than just stretching it. So I think that's why ankle sprains can be frustrating to a lot of patients because um, some will recover very quickly in the matter of weeks, while some of them will take months. And certainly the ones that, you know, take longer, we start thinking about other um, pathologies, such like injury to the cartilage and, and other things that we may want to get an MRI scan for. Dr. Jackson, thanks for joining us. Thanks for what you do. You're welcome. That was the Slocum Center Minute brought to you by Slocum Center for Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, the official orthopedic sports medicine team physicians for University of Oregon Athletics since 1967. Dear gas prices, Toyota is the number one retail brand for electrified vehicles for 22 years. That says it all. Toyota hybrids. Find yours at toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
Based on manufacturer estimates, CY 2000 through 2021 sales. From the weight room to the classroom, on the field and off it, On Point proudly supports University of Oregon athletics because student athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Dear gas prices, Toyota is the number one retail brand for electrified vehicles for 22 years. That says it all. Toyota hybrids. Find yours at Toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Based on manufacturer estimates, CY 2000 through 2021 sales. This is Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. This is your captain. We are going to be experiencing some slight turbulence. Please fasten your... Oh, hold on. Just got a video of my cat. Imagine the pilot of an airplane was as confident as you are texting and driving. Seems kind of crazy when you put it like that. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Here's a fun fact for you. The average chameleon can point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon, there's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it. Unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Back in the Country Financial Studio, it's Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. I'm Joey Mack. More student-athlete interviews for you coming. My thanks again to Matt Chazanow previewing this matchup between Oregon and Washington State. One o'clock kickoff on Fox. The Ducks on national TV again. A chance to pick up a Pac-12 win to open Pac-12 play. Hey, shout-out to Oregon Volleyball last night. The Ducks beat the Beavs to open Pac-12 play. That's our Toyota Women's Sports Schedule Spotlight. Toyota, let's go places. They've got a big one against Stanford at noon on Sunday. I'm really looking forward to being at Matthew Knight Arena. That's going to be a cool environment. Hope you'll join us at MKA for some top 25 volleyball action. Bo Nix was on the coach's show last night. He was tremendous. Encourage you to check it out via the OSN podcast or go to YouTube, the Oregon football social media channels. And Bo Nix also talked with the media. You heard a little bit from him earlier this week. The rest of the Duck quarterback previewing the matchup. Ten throwing. Last week I think it was like eight for nine. Just what do you attribute to almost near-perfect starts both games, and how important is that for just confidence of this team and, and yourself as well? Well, it's just Coach Dillingham giving me some easy completions and um, starting a good rhythm, and then from there we're getting first downs. And um, when you get first downs, when you get the offense moving, it's kind of – Easier to get in the rhythm um, as opposed to just being stuck and like it's third and long and you got to throw it. And those are sometimes where the incompletions come. I just said, is that a tribute to your run game? And you said, absolutely. Getting ahead of the sticks. Yeah, getting ahead of the sticks is important. Um, running the ball physically, um, it may bring everybody up and get some more easy completions. What's the key to you know being a little bit more consistent and building off of that performance you guys just had? I mean, well, it's um, the key is just to continue doing what I'm doing. Um, continue to um, just 
understand what we're trying to get out of the play and, and make the most of it and um, continue to read defense as well and see what they're doing and, and get the ball where it's supposed to be. From a Pac-12 conference slate perspective, you've been through an SEC conference schedule. Uh, what is different about a Pac-12 conference do you expect, or, or what are the difficulties you're looking for? You know, I'm not I'm not sure the differences yet until I go through it, but um, I'm looking forward to it. I know it's um, a tough league. I know each team can um, can beat anybody on any given Saturday, and that's just part of college football. So we're going to have to bring our energy and, and going to have to bring um, bring the, the, the juice um, for sure because uh, we're going to have to get up there and start fast. It's a tough environment, tough road game, and um, those games are always hard um, to get going. But I think when a team gets going, it, it's obviously much easier. And so um, we know every, com- every team from this point forward is going to be tough. Um, so it's all about us to focus on ourselves and get better. How much of a weapon is it when you guys use three tight ends and any? During that drive, you spread them all out. You went five wide at one point. How much is that a weapon for you? Uh, it's, it's a huge weapon because you can run the ball, and we have athletic guys that can get out there and complete passes, and um, it just makes it tough on a defense for sure. What have you heard about playing at Washington State, and what are you expecting out of that environment? Yeah, I'm, um, from what I hear, the guys that have played there say it's real loud. They said their fans do a good job of making it a hostile environment, so I'm excited. Um, I think those kind of games are extremely enjoyable, really fun. Um, and, and can make for a, a good Saturday. Where, where is the toughest place kind of noise-wise you've ever played? Can you say that again? Where is the toughest place you've ever played noise-wise? Um, I'd say Florida. The Swamp was um, my freshman year was the toughest, loudest to this day that I've ever played. Tribute to them. Um, obviously, they're, they're known for that. and um, It was a fun atmosphere, fun game. I wish I could go back to a game and just kind of um, be a part of it and not be out there getting uh, my head beat in. You've been here since the past spring. What's been the, what have you liked about Oregon, and uh, how is, does it differ from Auburn? Yes, yeah, it's, it's really different, but um, I think the, the differences is what makes it unique and what makes it um, pretty cool. And obviously, you got the great scenery of Oregon, um, awesome weather, um, and then um, just from from being here, being a part of this team, um, I'm, I'm excited to, to be here and, and lead these guys. I think I've had um, just a blast being around these guys and. Um, getting to know each and one of, each one of them, and, and as well as the coaches, um, uh, I've enjoyed being here. I think it's it's an awesome experience for me. It's it's allowed me to grow in a lot of different areas. Is it kind of strange though? I mean, the the jersey you're wearing now. I mean, this was the team you first played mm-hmm. your first college game against. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it was different the first few weeks for sure. Um, Saturday felt more. Um, I felt more comfortable because I'd been through that home home game experience. Um, the weekend before, so um, I'm starting to get um, more and more comfortable with everything, and I think things are just um, starting to um, go smoothly for everybody, and, and obviously the transition is, is kind of starting to be over, and now it's just um, just going through the season and playing in, in great environments. Sorry, this was Last question. You, know, you threw rushing touchdowns in that game. Was, was that part of the game plan going in, that you were going to use your legs as much as you did? Uh, I mean, that's kind of a part of every game plan, just and it goes back to all situational stuff. Um, when different plays are called in that situation, um, you know, I could have been tackled short and somebody else gets a touchdown. So it's all about situation, um, and, and anybody can score on any given down. So our running backs could have easily had five touchdowns themselves. And so it's just, like I said, it's all a part of the, um, the scheme, all a part of the situation of how the, how the game unfolds. And um, hopefully in the future we can continue to be very diverse, running, running the quarterbacks, running the running backs, and then having a good passing attack.
a multiple offense. That's what Kenny Dillingham's looking for. That's Bo Nix, quarterback, meeting with the media this week. Talking about a versatile offense, I thought Bucky Irving really showed something. We've talked a lot about this. It's a running back rotation. They like having depth there. Bucky Irving, though, was really good. Near 100 yards rushing last week. We'll see what he does this week. He talked to the media just a few days ago. Describe your running style in one or a few words. How would you describe it? Uh, probably just elusive, not trying to let the first man bring me down. You feel like you're still pretty physical with that elusiveness, though? You seem to take contact really well. For sure. Great contact balance. I try to work on that. My position coach also try to let us make us work on contact balance. He says it's important for a running back to have great contact balance and show that reverse. So he preached that a lot. So I try to bring that into my game. What is it about your running style that makes you so hard to bring down? Uh, I just got that mentality, don't let the first man bring me down. So every time I get the ball, I'm just thinking, don't let the first man get me down. Can you talk about the protection of your O-line? You know, there's been some young guys shuffling in and out. Can you talk about like what you've seen from them and all the holes they've provided you? Uh, I feel like our offensive line don't get a, a, enough recognition on a great job they do in and out the week. But I want to always get them a great compromise of the great job that they're doing and the great holes are they opening for our running back crew. Does it change kind of how, how you approach Ryan? So if you have Marcus in there as opposed to Ryan or with Steven out, like, does it I get... Mean, I trust them all, no matter who going in, from the older guys to the younger guys, I trust all my old linemen because I feel like if we put them out there, we trust them and that, that they can open up holes and protect our quarterback. With so many backs in the rotation, there's sometimes where you might be on the sideline for a little bit while other guys get some run. How do you stay kind of mentally locked in on the sideline and make sure that you're ready when you go back in the game? Uh... I try to just stay on the bike, keep myself going, but also being locked in on who's going in the game so I can tell them what they missed or what hole was open right there so we can just keep coaching each other up. Dan said that you ran with violence on Monday, and, or on Saturday, but on Monday he said that you ran with violence. Just how do you kind of get that uh, that feeling when you start running? I mean, our coach, Coach Landon, do got a saying, like, if you don't do it in practice, you're not going to do it in the game. So I always had that mindset going into every practice. Just if I want to do it in the game, also do it out here in practice because that's where it starts at. Where can you continue to get better from here? Well, I just want to get better in my game. I feel like my game is not where I want it to be, not saying it like that, but I feel like I still got room for improvement. What areas specifically? All areas. I'm not going to say I'm just a great running back. I feel like i got two tendencies to work on. Where do you think Carlos Laughlin has, has really helped you the most since, since working under him? Uh, I mean, Coach Lock brings a lot of intensity every day. He's the same person every day. He's he going to coach us hard when we get out there on the field. He's going to coach us hard when we in the film room, just trying to get you better because he feel like there's no, it's always room for improvement. He said earlier in the season that he thinks he's the best running back in that whole room. Yeah, he, <laughs> said, did... he said it every day. I give it to him. But well, we never seen no film, so it's like, come on, good luck. Has he ever got that out there in practice and kind of showed you some stuff? Of what nah, he, he just be, like, showing us where he could hit at, basically, like, showing us, like, he, because he played running back, so he'd be like, I played the position, like, he know what he's talking about, so I just take the knowledge from him each and every day, and I just trust him. How encouraging is it to have a, a position coach that's, you know, that physical and that, you know, brash, I guess you would say? I mean, Coach Locke is a tough coach to play for. He always tells us that, like, he's not an easy guy to uh, play for. And to be honest, I love Coach Locke. I mean, he's a great coach. He's going to come with the same energy every day. He's not going to let you be down. He's going to bring you up. He's just going to keep the same energy in and out. Can you tell us uh, where the nickname Bucky has come from? Uh, I had it when I was about, my dad gave it to me. My dad passed away when I was two years old, so I just ran with it, stuck with it.
What have you seen from Jordan James? He gets like the ability to run in those third and fourth and shorts and that jumbo package. How have you seen him improve? And what's the what's the potential I mean, for him? Jordan James is a tough runner. I tell him every day, like before the game, he my roommate, so I'll be like, "You got one job, just do your job to perfection." And he cool with his role, so he know he to short down his goal line back. He gonna go in and keep do his job well. I thought that was pretty cool hearing a veteran talk about a young guy who has been. In some big spots for the Ducks. That's the depth of that running back room. Cool to see. Bucky Irving, and I'm glad that somebody asked him about that nickname that now is what we're calling him on the roster. Not Marquis Irving, Bucky Irving on the roster. Dad gave him his nickname. Dad passed away when he was about two years old, and he's just run with it ever since. That's a cool tribute to his dad, I think. Bucky Irving, here's to a 100-yard performance against a tough Coug defense, huh? When we come back, a preview of what's to come tomorrow on the show. Get your headache medicine. Back after this in the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. From the weight room to the classroom, on the field and off it, On Point proudly supports University of Oregon athletics because student athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. At Shadow Hills Country Club, our all-inclusive event pricing allows us to take care of all of the details while you enjoy your event. Our wedding garden, expansive grounds, ballroom and meeting rooms can accommodate any size event and come complete with full catering and service staff. From weddings to business and social events, Shadow Hills offers the benefits of a resort atmosphere and the peace of a country setting just minutes from downtown Eugene. For more details, call us today or go to shadowhillsevents.com. More Duck Insider coming up on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Guys, it's me, Isabella Gomez, filling in for Smokey Bear because he's got more to say than just... Only you can prevent wildfires. Like, if you're outside enjoying a barbecue, don't let a hamburger distract you from fire safety. Make sure you aren't dumping your hot coals or ashes onto the ground because that could start a wildfire. So take wildfire prevention seriously and let's save the world one day at a time. Juntos con Smokey Bear, podemos hacerlo. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT, G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave Dad, you're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt U.S. Kids and the Ad Council Back inside the Country Financial Studio, Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. I'm Joey Mack. Tomorrow on the show, Jerry Allen, Mike Jorgensen, Jordan Brenner, The Coin. The Coin is in last place, happy to report. So tomorrow, if you watch the show live with us normally during the one to two hour, if watching the show is how you consume Duck Insider, we're going to do the show an hour earlier tomorrow. We're going to go noon to 1 because we got to get over to the airport to fly out to Pullman with the Oregon football team. 
So we're going to do the show a little early. Those of you who listen to the show via the podcast or on one of our Oregon Sports Network affiliate stations, one of our internet streams, listening audience, you'll have it at the regular time. Uh, So just a programming note for you as we get ready for tomorrow. I say bring your headache medicine because Jerry is going to just spend the entire segment talking about how he's in first place and he's going to just hold on to first place probably the whole season and it, you know, it's too bad. It's really too bad. Our Sylvan Ridge Winery picks are tomorrow, representing the very best of the South Willamette Valley Sylvan Ridge Winery. We said that a case of wine was going to be on the line this year, and I I really don't know why I said that, because if Jerry wins, he would never share. If Jorgie wins, he would share. I think Jordan would share. I wouldn't share. Jerry won't share. I don't know. This was supposed to just be fun, and I feel like all it's done is pull us apart. That's tomorrow's show. Not looking forward to it on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Ready for our little forest adventure? We're here. There's a forest closer than you think. Find a park or forest near you and music inspired by nature at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by USDA Forest Service and the Ad Council. You're not too cool for me. And in return, I reciprocate that sentiment. I'll never be too cool for you. I was a man with a plan, but now I'm a dad with a decree, and you can't take that from me. Please let it be noted that I told my job they can dock my pay. Right now, it's just too important to take you to school every day. I want to be legendary for you. I want you to puff out your chest when you go to school the same way I do. I walk taller because of you, because I found everything to live for. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you out, because only you can prevent wildfires. Hey, Assistant Smokey Bear, call me Papa Bear, because I'm grilling up dinner. (laughs) Do you get it? Yes, good job. So, what should I do with all these coals? Don't just toss them out. Put them in a metal container, because those embers can start a wildfire. I understand. The stakes are high. Ha, 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 ha. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Uh oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart, heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. <laughs> listening to Doc Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Oregon Sports Network.